Hello, and welcome to the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast on location. My name is Steve Gill. I'm your host. Um, this is part of the Fanatical Elves Network, which is part of the Fans First Sports Network. Well, that was a dud. Um, best way to describe that game was um, painful. Um, painful not only for the fans who watched it, but also painful for the players who played in it. I'm sorry, but uh, the Denver Broncos are an extremely dirty team. Um, they lead with their helmets constantly. I could see why Sean Payton was suspended for a year for um, getting caught um, trying to hurt players of opposing teams. Painfully obvious. Um, even when their, their worst player, the cornerback Jackson, who was suspended for the second time for um, harmful play, uh, still, they're doing it. And then they hit somebody like the, the, the Amari Cooper, they lead you with their helmets, and they get up and they celebrate it and laugh about it and think it's great. Oh, well. But uh, I knew it was going to be a tough place to play. Denver always is. Um, Cleveland. I think they're two and eight lifetime as a team out in Denver. So they need to regroup. I know a lot of people are complaining this morning about the play calling, but here's an interesting fact. When a Brown series, uh, Brown success rate on a series, which started with a pass, 78.9%. When it started with a run, 40%. So yeah, I, I, I could see why you were wanting uh, the Browns to run more, but if you look back, go back and look at that first quarter, Denver was lining up as many players it could in the box. They had single coverage on the wide receivers and they had one safety back. They were daring the Browns to run the ball. They were forcing them to throw the ball. And at first uh, the rookie fifth round draft pick DTR didn't have that much success didn't help that he had a few players dropping the ball as well. Um, but once he started having success, which he did, second quarter, they started humming along. Um, that forced the Denver defense to kind of back off that that uh, that stacked box. And then you started seeing the run work. Um, so, yes, Kevin, uh, Kevin Stefanski did call a good game. But I will criticize him for calling a double reverse at that moment in the game. You had all the momentum in the world. If you go back and look at it, it wasn't going to work, even if P <laughs> Pierre Strong held onto the ball. He was going to get tackled right then and for a major loss. Um, they were only down by five. They had gotten momentum. I, I wish the two-point conversion had worked. Um, Mari Cooper's got to catch that. But I thought DTR played extremely well once he got rolling, once he got into rhythm. He even found his uh, high school teammate, Cedric Tillman. Remember him? Uh, he had some great catches. He was running some good routes, except the one in the end zone where both he and Elijah Moore were in the same spot. Um, and they were forced to kick a field goal. Um, and Amari Cooper was open on the slot. Um, in the slant. Uh, so DTR missed that one, but again, he's a rookie. So I'll give him, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give him some slack on that. Kim Stefanski immediately went over and showed him 
what he missed and he knew it. So, but he played well and, you know, going into the fourth quarter, the Browns were only down by five and they still had momentum. Defense was playing well. I don't know what it is about this defense on the road. Um, first series right down the, their throat. Um, then uh, Denver started running the uh, ball extremely well using these kind of zone slant type um, offense. Uh, then you saw Schwartz fix that by putting the defensive tackles a little bit more together so they clog up the lanes better and wouldn't leave it to the linebackers to stop the run. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, they should have won that game. It came down to one key play, and that was that attempted double reverse. I understand why he was doing it. If it was a big gainer, he's a genius. If it fails, he's an idiot. Uh, that's the way the NFL uh, rocks. I mean, you know, look at Carolina. They just fired their head coach this morning because the owner wanted the short quarterback and not C.J. Stroud, like the coach wanted. The coach wanted C.J. Stroud. The owner wanted the other guy, and they're one in ten. So <sighs> coaches get all the credit and get all the blame. So. Again, winnable game. The Browns are still not out of the playoff race. They still kind of control their own destiny. Um, they go, but what happens is it forces the uh, next game uh, at Los Angeles, the Rams, is a must win. So, but after that, their schedule gets fairly easy. Uh, Texans lost. Thank you, Jacksonville. Um, so that kind of uh, puts a tiebreaker over Houston. Uh, the Browns still have one more tough game, I think. One more tough game, and that's in Houston. Um, I thought this game would be tough, and and like I said last week, the Houston game would be tough. But they can win it. we got to wait for injuries. Um, DTR, concussion, shoulder injury. Uh, have heard nothing on Amari Cooper. Um, and as for Miles Garrett, he left the stadium in a sling. Waiting on an MRI that's going to happen today. He said he hurt something pop going into that game. He had a hurt wrist. It's the first time hearing about that. Um, so we got to hope that uh, Denzel Ward comes back from his shoulder injury. He was sorely missed. I'm sorry. Greg Newsom is a great slot corner, but, man, he's given these guys way too much cushion. Um, and they took advantage of it all day. Um, I thought uh, – Schwartz would play a little more zone than man just to help protect um, his corners. Um, but uh, Russell Wilson is a, is a extremely savvy veteran and he took advantage of a bunch of key situations. So now we go into the portion of um, waiting to find out on injuries. Um, Got to hope that Miles Garrett, I think they can get by without him in Los Angeles. If it's just a uh, one game rest, that would be fine. Um, kind of like what happened with Denzel Ward. I think they can work around it. Um, but uh, a month, no, not with this many games left. So cross your fingers. So anything else that uh, um, I know a lot of fans are upset, um, but like I said, the stat, uh, they did pass a little bit too much. Oh, the announcing, Mark Sanchez, shut up. 
you were a terrible quarterback. So shut up. Um, I didn't need to hear. This is the second time that Fox has done a Cleveland game. I think the first one was San Francisco. And the announcers, might, I think they were wearing San Francisco jerseys. This time, they're wearing Denver jerseys. I mean, laughing about injuries. Oh, that's not a, you know, that roughing the passer. I'm sorry, the guy launched with his head into DTR. That's roughing, that's classic roughing the passer. And these guys are laughing. Oh, I didn't think it was that bad. And they're laughing about it. Shut up. All right, so we get ready for L.A. The Rams, um, not that very good, not a very good team. Um, uh, so the stadium will be probably 70% Browns fans because uh, Rams fans don't go to games. So it'll feel like a home game. That's nice. Let's just keep our fingers crossed on injuries. Um, I think they could get by without Miles Garrett and they could get by without Amari Cooper for one game each. Then Tillman could uh, – Tillman played – by the way, Cedric Tillman, nice game. Good to see him in DTR hooking up again like they did in high school. Very nice. Also a great game. Jeremiah Wusu Karamoa. Oh, my God. He was everywhere. My goodness. That, that, that kid is just outstanding. Standing. He gets better and better for tackles for loss. I think he leads a league in tackles for loss. If he doesn't, he, he must he might be up double digits. So get ready for the Rams. Um, must win game. Got to win that one. Got to keep up with uh, Baltimore. Baltimore has a tough three-game stretch. Uh, middle, I think they play uh, San Francisco, Jacksonville, and Miami. Um, before ending the season against Pittsburgh. So uh, they have a tough three-game scratch. They got a bye this week, so this is a great opportunity to get that game back. So everybody, enjoy your day. Keep your fingers crossed for Miles Garrett, Amari Cooper, and DTR, because if DTR can't go, welcome to Joe Flacco. It might be possible that Joe Flacco might have to play in L.A., and it would be historic for the Browns to win a game with four different quarterbacks. I think they could do it with Falco or DTR. I, I want DTR to play because he's going back home where he went to college, UCLA. I'd love to see him play. But let's see what happens. Shoulder and concussion. All right. Keep your fingers crossed for no more injuries and no bad news uh, today or tomorrow. And everybody have a great week and go Browns.